Hello, welcome to Simply Syndicated Gaming News. I still feel like mentioning E3 in some way, like it's recent. It's not. It was weeks ago, wasn't it? It's yeah. It's just it yeah. stays with you. I wanted to just say that we're no, it's not E3 this week, and it's, of course it's not. That was a month ago. Clearly, does stay with me. What do you think, Emma? Exactly. That's very interesting. Good point. Yeah. I, I first could we carry that off for the show and just pretend that mic is to, broken? I would love to. Yeah, that would just it would be great to just come back at the end. You know, at the beginning, due to some audio technical problems, Emma was not recorded. Uh, no, she's dead. Yeah, she, she died, died shortly. Uh, that's that's unfortunate. Uh, we're very broken up about it. If you've seen our previous oh, something's playing on my computer, and I don't know why. I can why. hear that. Yeah, it it's was your the, ghost. No, it was the YouTube video on the first news story link. I'm trying was, to decide whether to call it an Emma Geist or a Polterama. I think Emma Geist. Emma Geist is good. Yeah. Although that feels like it should be some sort of rating system. It does. <laughs> uh, okay. I, shall we do some news? Let's do the news. Flight well, Sims so you, website hacked. Yeah, so that you don't have to watch the whole video now. <laughs> uh, because I couldn't find a sort of a decent transcript of this, uh, just the video. Uh, Flight Sim Labs, we, we talked about them uh, a good few months ago. They, are, they do uh, sort of paid DLC for a few different Flight Sim games, okay. uh, which includes things like a, a Boeing, uh, you know, different models of Boeing plane, like the Gopher... 80 or 90 quid each. And they were caught a few months ago. And uh, it, it turns out that they were packaging some pretty sketchy malware. Oh, I remember this now. Yeah. yeah. They were uh, including a uh, an inconspicuously named EXE that it was discovered could uh, basically hack your Chrome or Firefox browser, uh, read all your passwords and sites, and then upload them to Flight Sim Lab servers. And whenever they were caught doing this, they were like, well, it's a, it's an anti-piracy feature. If the game detects that it's being run on an illegitimate you know, PC, it uploads all of the user's information and passwords and stuff to us. And everyone's like, that's fucking illegal. Yeah. You can't, you can't do that. Yeah. So... I was amazed that it just kind of went away. The story just disappeared. No one really did anything. And so they did it again. Of course. Because if you get away with it once, why would you not do it again? They did it again. Uh, Different program, different name, did pretty much the exact same thing. And it was again discovered that uh, this was, you know, what they were doing. And people were rightly pissed off. So... Flights and Labs did what any you know company would do. Uh, they started threatening people who left negative reviews with lawsuits. Uh, they contacted uh, several moder- They contacted uh, the moderators of many Reddit uh, subreddits, which were devoted to flight sim games, uh, telling them that if they didn't take down negative threads and comments, that they would be hit with legal action and a whole bunch of other sort of dedicated forums. They, they did the exact same thing. Right. Uh, to which the collective response was, you know nothing of the law. <laughs> Clearly. Everything you've said is bullshit. Yeah. Go away. 
that you know, that was the claim. It was sort of a like, you, you really are. You're clearly you know someone who works in PR, not law, because you can't do that. That doesn't work that way. Fuck off and stop including malware in your things. Yeah. Um, so the the final the, the, so far where we're at is that recently in the past couple, uh, week or two, Flight Sim Labs, the the company who were stealing people's personal information and threatening uh, lawsuits for people who were talking about it, were hacked, and the personal information of many of the higher ups in the company was stolen. Oh, and uh, their website was hacked to show <laughs> that information on the front page. Oh, okay. <laughs> along with a you know a lovely screen about you, know, you want to do this to people, fine. See how you like it. Yeah, nasty. Um, I mean, it should go without saying, listeners. Don't buy anything from Flight Sim Labs at this point. I mean, Probably, if you can afford it, you know, buy stuff from me. I don't have much, but I'll give you it if you can afford eighty quid for some fucking DLC. I'm sure I can find something on the back of the sofa that you'll pay way too much for. I'm looking at it now. A Concorde is seventy nine ninety five. They don't even make real Concorde anymore. I know. It's not even like a real thing. It's just a picture of Concorde, uh, and that's it. I wouldn't it, feel comfortable having it. It smacks too much of Branson. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, what else do we have? Ah, yes. This is the uh, Amy Hennig, uh, a developer who made Uncharted. Is she a developer or a... It says creator. Creator. Creator, so I'm I'm not sure um, if Would... she was a writer or, a, you know, sort of a general manager. I, I will admit to being, a, maybe a, a, uh, unveiling some hidden sexism in me. I was surprised to find that Uncharted was written by a woman because it's quite blokey. It is, isn't it? Yeah, it's quite, you know, although the female characters in it now that I think about it, I haven't played the whole series. You know, they're not... Well, the only one that is overly sexualized is done so sort of on purpose because she uses her sexuality to, you know, trick people, which I don't know if that's... It's a it's a gray area. It's hard to say. Is that true to life or is that sexist? I, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, what I do know is... Certainly, that, yeah, a woman has never used their sexuality to get anything out of me. Uh, sadly, I I would like to say the same, but I, I unfortunately can't. It's, <laughs> uh, but I, I, what I do know about the Uncharted game, I've not played them myself. I do know director, that. director, and scriptwriter. All yeah. oh, right, okay. I mean, I know Allison has played all of them and mm. loved them, uh, just absolutely devoured them, and she particularly enjoyed the female characters. So hmm. if that's good enough for her, then yeah. it's, it's good enough for me. But this woman was working on the fabled single-player Star Wars game. From EA. For EA. Visceral Games, yep. That's the one everyone was, they put out like a five-second teaser for a few years ago, and everyone shit their pants at how awesome it looked. And then they and screwed it up and put it in the bin. Because went, nobody likes linear games anymore. Yeah. Single player games. Bah, waste of time, apparently. Let me just um, see. And so the story is that she's basically left EA. And, just uh, looking here, God of War still top of the PS4 charts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Funny that, isn't it? Funny that. Uh, but so she's setting up her own game studio. 
Yeah, which is awesome. Um, Good on her. I'm, I'm, I always enjoy stories of somebody being able to give somebody else the middle finger and set themselves up doing something, regardless yeah. of what it is. So, and if it, if it's EA, so much the better. And she seems very nice about, you know, all the people who she worked with, you know, they're, uh, you know, in the studio, she's not sort of burning too many bridges, but it does seem like she's been kind of stuck in this. There's probably like NDAs and all this crap where she can't, she hasn't been able to announce, she hasn't been working for, uh, with, for EA or with EA since like January, but she hasn't been able to announce that she's not working with EA yeah. until now. They They have weird things like that. Um, That's just a business thing. I don't know what the fuck. I, I, I totally understand a person's desire to do this. I mean, if you work in a creative art, like video game creation, and you are beholden to this mega studio who can, you know, take years of your life and just dick on it. They yeah. can, you know, she'll, she'll have spent a couple of years of her life working on this Star Wars game just for EA to go, no, I don't think so anymore. And I, I would go nuts at that. Um, and, Particularly, and so, you know, EA. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, although I, I don't know. Do, do people, why do people work with them? You, you Money. Know, are you just thinking maybe they won't screw me over? I mean, here's the, the terrible thing is that because of the way EA works, hoovering up studios, you can be part of a, you know, little independent company thinking, you know, you're doing what you want and then, the very next day you work for ea now and you can do nothing about that other than quit that's very true you know i kind of feel like we're living in a golden age of being a game studio though mm. maybe i'm wrong with that i don't think i am though i, I just publishing like, you know well, for all the the hassle that it gets steam has enabled a lot of smaller studios to to you know thrive and be eventually gobbled up by larger studios yeah uh, but that's that's how things work it is the but there, the there's world. a lot there's a lot of them around you know microsoft can just buy five and yeah. they, they can do, first of all there are five around for them to just snap up and it not like really affect the industry you know if you bought five yeah. movie studios you would own all of the movie studios <laughs> you yeah. know um so it, it's weird and then you start hearing ideas about other people getting into the console market and stuff like that than there currently are. And you think, well, you're going to want first-party games mm -hmm. and stuff. So this is just going to be a, it, well, it's a good time to be a game developer. Uh, so good luck to her with that. Yeah. And, and I look I, forward to whatever she has next. I Hopefully, in, I'm guessing it'll be a linear narrative-driven game and all the barrier. That's fantastic. Maybe so. Uh the UK's National Video Game Archive is relocating to Sheffield. So I'm going to go, because that's closer than Nottingham. Okay. Not that Nottingham's a stress to get. Honestly, it's like our All I know one. about Nottingham is that they have some, you know, notoriously shitty sheriffs. That's all I know. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're known for that. They are known for that, and that's it. Uh, they still have a sheriff. Do they? Yes. Uh, not somebody with any sort of official power it is <laughs> is sort of a, an ornamental position yeah um but if you're not you've got to have a sheriff of nottingham <laughs> yeah. uh, so that's they do have a sheriff and i could have gone to the national video game arcade there but i didn't because outside uh i'm just I, noticing I, I know even little littler than that about sheffield i know nothing about sheffield well Sheffield's. I don't even know, like, geographically, 
I don't know, is this a big move or is this like next door? It's not a massive move. It's it's really not a massive move. I mean, it really does sound like when I was a kid, I live. We, I do not know the reason we did this. We lived in um, a semi-detached. So it was us and one other house beside us, you know, detached. And the houses were kind of mirror images of each other. Yeah. Uh, one was number uh, five and one was number three. We lived in number three, and then when our neighbors moved out, we moved into number five. I don't know why we did that. <laughs> I'm one, really one. afraid to ask. Yeah, it could be it could be sinister. But now, according to Google, if you set off from Nottingham now, you will be in Sheffield in an hour. So before we finish the podcast, yeah, it's less than a it's less than it's about a, a third of a of one of our decent podcasts length. You could you could drive. Yeah, it's forty four point uh, one miles, and it's yeah, it's Nottingham is closer to Sheffield than I am to Sheffield. Right, ah, maybe I should have come when it was in Nottingham. I don't know. You should have gone. Well, this is it says it opened in twenty fifteen, so this is a a pretty fast change of location uh well the explanation is is that it's in a rather beautiful grade two listed building which is it great does look nice but if you need to knock that wall through and drill ah. some holes for power and things like that being in a grade two listed building becomes a problem and so that's why they're moving they i think they don't say directly but i think they need something they can drill holes in <laughs> yeah i'm also looking at this photo uh, it looks like a lovely building but look at that display the, the, that image now we are one that's a bit sinister isn't it it's fucking sinister with but those I, kids in the party hats i would like to go though um but they're they're currently in the process of moving so what can you do um i, I don't think we have anything like that i think the most recent thing we have here is the titanic uh center or the titanic freaking uh, museum which it, it has the distinction of being about a great national failure, and the building won an award for one of the ugly, being one of the ugliest buildings in Europe. Oh, that's a so, nice success story there. That's a nice success story. Um, I have to agree. I, I, I hate the thing. It's built on fucking waste ground as well, out in the middle of fucking nowhere. It nice. is near the where they film Game of Thrones, though. All right. Yeah. I, I suspect that's bringing a fair amount of American awesome. tourists and that sort of thing. Yeah. But, oh, October, you'll be able to visit the uh, National Video Game Arcade in Sheffield. I wonder, what, what did, kind of things did they do exactly? I don't know. It says, uh, let's see, they have a cafe where you can chill out with some GameCube classics, small selection of arcades. Well, I would fucking hope so. Well, yeah. A large collection of video games, consoles, and accessories. Uh, some recreation rooms, fighting game tournaments, and Q&A sessions. Hmm. Sounds interesting. Yeah. And hey, if it's you only are in Sheffield. In, yeah. If you're in Sheffield, check it out. If you're in Nottingham, quick. How's, how's the sheriff yeah. doing? He's, he's fighting Robin Hood. Yeah. He's doing his best. Not quite got there. Uh, next up, Valve highlights best selling and most played games of 2018, which I thought would be an interesting twist on just confessing what we bought in the Steam sale. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. Because it's just it today. Is it just over? Yeah, this is the fifth. I think it just ended. We're, we're still uh, within hours of it being over. Yeah, 
It's one of those, they do it every year. We're ending on the fourth, and then on the fifth, one last day. But I, I actually listed what I bought on uh, this other podcast I did. I've started a new podcast called I Do Games Now, which is just <laughs> me a good on name. My, Thank you. Monday, I Wednesday. Like I'm plugging it. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on simplysyndicated.com. And I, I did mention what I bought in the Steam sale, because the Steam sale was still on at the time, and I thought, you know, I could, I could point some people in a good direction. But since then, I bought XCOM 2. Um, <laughs> just, just don't keep going. I was very, I came close to buying XCOM 2, funny enough. Uh, not on Steam, but on uh, uh, Fanatical, uh, the, another one. Uh, there, They had it, it was the same price as the Steam sale, but they also gave away a code that got you an extra 15% off. But I just looked and thought, am I going to actually play this? No. I have too much else on at the moment. I think I will play it. And at nine ninety nine, fuck it. Yeah. What's that? Hang on. Sorry, this is a sidetrack thing now. What was that? Fanatical. Fanatical. They used to be called something else until recently. Fanatical. Yeah. Dot com slash en. Oh, PC game. Because I'm I'm only just discovering Good. now these other websites that sell games. Uh, yes, because you will of course be buying many more of them now. Yeah, I d- I discovered one called Green Man Gaming. Green Man Gaming, yes. Uh, humble, good old games. Um, and these are all legitimate, because some of them, they, they don't... Some of them are dodgy as fuck. Yeah. Um, but Fanatical's uh, reputable. Green Man, good old games. Uh, you might have heard of Steam. Steam I'm familiar with, and good yeah. old games, actually. Yeah. I've had yeah. a few things. I was playing Syndicate just the other night. From, ah. uh, Getting your old... cyberpunk on. Yeah, I'm shit at it now. <laughs> but when I was 14 sh- oh I was good at that <sighs> oh now I know that all these websites are quite legitimate things that's going to be dangerous yeah I'll just I'll just bookmark them while I've got them open um, anyway the, the story was about the best sellers yes the top Honestly. sellers the top new releases uh, they split off VR games into their own category um, let's and, see, I need uh, a better link oh there we go top sellers I've not heard of most of these. Right. Bloody hell. Uh, no, Jurassic no. World Evolution. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of amazed that, that, even with the film, to promote it. Because it's kind of it's quite it new. Had a look, lukewarm reception. I, I was actually just watching a video of it uh, before I came up to do the show. And it intrigues me. I kind of like it. It's a theme park simulator that's yeah. dinosaurs. Uh, if it works, then... It might be fun. It doesn't look like it's forty four ninety nine fun. No, I would thought when they unveiled this that it was going to be a mobile game. Yeah. Oh, it, it looks much nicer than a mobile game. Yeah, it does. Um, so I'm I'm kind of thinking maybe in the next Steam sale or something like that, if it pops up there, I would consider it. I'm not, it didn't look like a full price game. I want something a bit more definitely good for that. Yeah, it's funny. I did. Uh, it's. <sighs> Some most games seem to understand, you know, their own value, but uh, there are ones. It's in the gold tier here. If uh, every so often, if a game has been out for like more than six months, and they and a a major sale comes on, and they refuse to uh, partake in the sale, I will remove them from my wish list because it's like fuck you. Yeah, get on with you being in the sale. Subnautica did that. It's sort of a Minecrafty thing, but underwater uh, survival game. And I also realized, hold on, I have a fear of 
deep water. Bye. <laughs> I don't need that to be That would be really bad. Yeah. I've lost my damn page now. The bloody thing. Hang on. I had I had it all up. Oh, now I've lost that. Sorry, everybody. My, my world's just going to shit. Okay. Uh, as I lose pages of things I want to talk about, and I'm now having to write there. Oh, no. One more. Sorry, everybody. I'm enjoying this. How about you, Emma? That's very rude. <laughs> Dota 2, that was a thing. Mm. Far Cry 5. There's a lot of things you'd expect. I suppose I should be looking for stuff that sort of stands out. There, Yeah, it's a, there are a lot of games. Let's see. Yeah, I'm going to have a look at the most simultaneous players. So over uh, 100,000 simultaneous players in 2018. Yeah, it's not. Uh, Grand Theft Auto V, uh, Warframe, Dota 2, Counter-Strike, Rainbow Six Siege, and Battlegrounds. How is and The only reason Fortnite is not in there is because, you you know... It's not on Steam. It's not on Steam. How, who is buying Battlegrounds play, PUBG now? Uh, I'm guessing a lot of people are just still on it from when it you know initially came out, because it's been out for a while now. I mean, yeah, I mean, it only it only officially released in like October-ish last year, but it was around for a lot longer before then in early access. I, I just wonder who is thinking to themselves, hey, I fancy getting into this Battle Royale gameplay stuff. Shall I play Fortnite, which is free, and I hear good things about, or shall I pay $26.99 to play PUBG, which I hear is broken and glitchy, and their developer just spends all the time suing everybody in the world for no reason and not fixing the game. Uh, and and people think, oh yeah, PUBG, and they they spend the twenty six ninety nine. Uh, mm. I don't know how people are coming to that conclusion, unless I suppose you've got friends who are already playing and you want to join in. I, I get that, but. Mm. I, I, it's a weird one. I agree. Yeah, it's it's weird. It, it doesn't hold any attraction for me. How how has your your Fortnite experience been? I thought we'd talk about that in the second half because yes, okay, I have been playing enough, some Fortnites. I have been playing some Fortnite. Uh, well, yeah. you're you're right. We'll come back to it. We'll come yeah. back to it. I mean, we've lost. We've we're already down a host. We we can't let the format go completely to shit. That's true. Yeah. Although we've been doing this for just over a year, so if we do, yeah, we, we've got a year behind us, so we could just, you know, say fuck it and ride on the coattails of that first year. I've done that with too many shows. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's why you're here. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice to see Civ Five still in the most simultaneous Yeah, five? Things. I thought they were on six now. They are, but five is still in the, the thing. Ah, the, even what, with Sean Bean? Yeah. My God. I think the thing is, is that when you look at Civ 6 and you look at the recent reviews, it's mostly negative. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I've I've seen it described as like, uh, what was it? Oh, no, it was someone asking, what's Civ 5 like? And the response was, have you seen Civ 6? Yeah. It's like that, but good. <laughs> uh, well, so- that is the risk with, you know, strategy games like that is that, they have to change something for the next iteration. But unfortunately, with strategy games, changing things can be deadly <laughs> to the formula. 
Yeah, um, and it seems it has been and no too, no amount of Sean Bean can save you. No amount of Sean Bean. So I've not felt like picking this one up, to be honest with you. Uh, and it 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 was something like seventy five percent off in the sale. It's a fifty right. quid game without that. Yeah, and that's probably without any of the expansions, of which I'm sure there are several by now. It is, uh, and. Oh, let's see. There's a game of the year. yeah with oh no, that's with Steam controller yeah, seven. Yeah, you can get the digital so deluxe ver- version for seventy quid, which I assume comes with the DLC. But the DLC in itself is twenty four ninety nine mm. for one pack. That that's it. I know Civilization expansion packs can be pretty much like getting a new game. Yeah, they can make significant gameplay changes maybe i'll pick it up when it when it's mm. really cheap um but it, even going through the steam sale this this year there, there was a lot of stuff that i would rather have had than civ 6 <laughs> um so yeah i got that instead i've lost the library now if there was anything uh, yeah i bought like, witcher 5 a three wow witcher 5 yeah, jesus i'm really ahead of my time in gaming <laughs> <laughs> so you fight you kiev you got witcher 3 yeah you it managed the, to get it in the seal. It was thirteen ninety nine. Oh, you're cheap getting that cart. Best thirteen ninety nine you will ever spend. Yeah, I got so a, damn good. Got a couple of things I was quite pleased with. Uh, which three? Uh, Far Cry Three Blood Dragon. I will oh, have that's a great, great game. Um, yeah, on Crisis because you've got to see if your computer can run <laughs> Crisis. So. I love that mo- modern PCs actually have more and more trouble running Crisis because <laughs> yeah. it's you know they've stopped updating it. It doesn't. It's not as optimized for newer hardware. It's getting harder to play. Yeah, I saw. I think it was a Digital Foundry video on it. It was like, yeah. can, can your PC play Crisis? Yet? Have you been, like, have you been no. binging Digital Foundry? Has this been? Has getting a new PC been a gateway drug? I, I might have been typing the name of games and then GTX 1080. <laughs> into youtube a lot yeah yeah that happens that that was pretty much my weekend i'll be you'll be doing that every time you like run a uh a benchmark on a game to see your settings you'll be like what are other people getting with this yeah why and why am i it's yeah and it it, you know it's like comparing your dick to a porno film it's like don't do it just what go with what you got okay (laughs) yeah just be happy um i've i've been watching benchmarks of of chipsets on motherboards and i found it really interesting and that makes that bores me in itself it's quite weird i'd love the nerdiness of it to be honest <laughs> i watched a video on how to overclock an amd processor tonight and decided i'm probably not going to do that <laughs> looks really complicated for not really much gain mm, process yeah it with the modern tools, it's fairly easy to overclock your GPU, but the CPU, you still need to be fiddling about with some stuff in the BIOS. And it's yeah, a bit. Mm, fuck that. Mm. I've got a massive cooling fan on for my CPU, though. <laughs> so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so happy. Okay. Well, that was, that was not an overly exciting news story, but hey. Did you get anything good in the Steam sale? Uh, not a huge amount of stuff. I got Snake Pass, which is a platformer. I think we talked about this last yeah, week. Yeah, we did. Yeah, um, I, and I got a um, a bundle uh, because it had a game called Polybridge, which is a little bridge building simulatory type game. 
Uh, but they also came with uh, the studio. It was a studio bundle, like all the games they do. And all they do, uh, one of them was uh, it's a simulator about drilling oil. Uh, and uh, another was Mini Metro, which is uh, simulating building a subway system, a metro system. But it looks the interface, the, the whole thing looks like a ma- you know the uh, the metro map, like right. the London Underground. Uh, really, really fun looking game. So I'm, I'm going to check them out. I'm going to check them out eventually, but I, uh, I haven't been playing. Uh, I played a bit of Snake Pass, but that's about it. Out of what I bought. I, I came close. I came close at several points. Like I say, XCOM 2 was tempting. Uh, there was one or two other things, but I thought, no, just hold it off. You're happy with what you're playing at the moment. I have XCOM 2 on PS4, but... I have XCOM 1. It, it's not a console game. It's no. it's the PC game. Mm-hmm. It, it just felt better to get it on there, or they they work surprisingly well as iPad games. Well, touch yeah, touch screen interfaces. If you know, um, if you have a big enough display, because you just click it on move this man to there. You know, there's no action involved. It's it's pretty good on on iPad and iPhone. At least the yeah. first one was. I don't think they've done the second one. All right. Uh, in other news, Summer Games Done Quick sets another fundraising record. This is all very positive, this. I like this. So the uh, Games Done Quick people, this is all speedruns. They have their summer yep. event. And in 24 hours, managed to raise $2.1 million uh, to do- for Doctors Without Borders. Medicine Sans Frontières. Fantastic. Just by having people play computer games really quick. And de- <laughs> yeah. And depress is- us and... Th- our own abilities at playing games. Hmm. I've I've been slightly conflicted. I didn't actually watch any of it that live. This uh, they've been. Uh, I've subscribed to their YouTube channel, so they've been flooding my uh, subscription feed with videos. Uh, but I I I'm so annoyed because I was aware for you know the past year or so. Pardon me. Uh, that there was some behind-the-scenes drama with Games Done Quick, but I kind of just ignored it because I didn't want it to spoil my you know, my fun of enjoying the people playing the games really quick. Yeah. And then I looked into it, and I was like, oh, this is... It's really annoying because it's definitely for a good cause, and they raise a lot of money, and there's nothing... There's no impropriety around that. You know, all the money goes where it's supposed to go. Unfortunately, the management side of Games Done Quick are kind of dicks. And they do some stupid shit and they're, you know, they are sort of very unaccountable and they, you know, they have an agenda and they push it and they protect people who do stupid shit, even though, you know, just because they've decided to support it's it's kind of annoying. It's really annoying when something spoils that for you, doesn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. But at least we've shared it with everybody. Uh, yeah, at least, you know, <laughs> I've ruined that, hopefully, for some other people. Sharing yeah. the misery is important. I How else so. can we get through the day? Exactly. But no, I do have... Uh, it means that next time I have, you know, uh, either 15 minutes or an hour or two to spare, the, there's a whole bunch of videos I can go and <laughs> binge watch. Uh, it's weird watching a game that you've never seen before being speedrun, speed, speedrun, speed, speed, speedrun, speedrun. Yeah, feels weird uh, because you've no idea how it's supposed to look normally. You've no idea what's being skipped. 
Yeah, I I can't watch them. You know, no, I I don't find it interesting enough to watch. Some of them the, I do, some of them I don't. If they're they're too long for me, <laughs> I prefer the short ones. Yeah, like this game done in twenty five minutes. Okay, but you know the whole and this only took five hours. Let's oh, watch that. That's great think- that he did it, and that I will consider proof. But I I don't want to watch for five and a half hours. Do you believe? Let me just look at the GDQ. Do a search here. Videos. Uh, yeah, they did. I was just wondering. Their uh, Axiom Verge. <laughs> they managed to do that in thirty-nine minutes and fifty seconds. Fuck off! I know. That's and that's not even the quickest time I've mind seen you, for that. Mind you, if you know what you're doing. I mean, I play through it once, and you you are literally searching for stuff. So that's going to yeah. take time. If you know yeah. where those things are, you can just... And I'm I'm guessing they practice. I, yeah, I'm guessing that this isn't that guy's first run through the yeah. game. I would I, love to see that. Bring out a game that is notorious for like being beatable in like under a minute, but have it be the guy's first run of it. <laughs> just well, see. Have it go on for hours and hours. Don't they have... Uh, randomized versions of games sometimes. Like, I've heard about a randomized uh, Link to the Past. I'm not sure. I haven't seen that. I mean, they're all hacks and mods and yeah. oh, stuff yeah, yeah. like that. Oh, they've, but... um, they, oh, actually, I've done... They always do uh, a section of... Uh, they're modded versions of Super Mario games, like Super Mario 3 and the original Super Mario Brothers, which are sort of these ROM hacks that are just brutal unbelievably tough levels uh you know auto scrollers and the like things that you know that they, they, they basically turn the mario into a uh, a bullet hell type game so i know they do sections on stuff like that yeah um uh, the next story let's skip until the end we'll yeah, do that as like let's a, do that as the end yeah yeah uh right and let's trash sony for a bit fallout 76 <laughs> not to have crossplay because sony uh, basically, I think Todd dropped them in it, didn't he? He has a bit. Right. Well, it's Sony's fault. Maybe he did it because it was a, in an interview with a, like a German language site. Maybe Todd just doesn't know how the internet works. He yeah. thought, well, if I say to them, then no one else will know what I have said. I'm, despite I, the, the fact that I am saying it in English. Yes. <laughs> it will be in German if I say it to them. No, Todd. Yeah. No. No, that's not. This not was a happened. very Michael Scott moment, Todd. Yeah. Oh dear, yeah. YouTube will be down there before you know it. Yeah. Um, so there won't be cross-play in, in Fallout 76, which is a shame. Which, um, I mean, on the one hand, yes, only being dicks and all that, but on the other hand, why does this mean that they can't have it in the... Oh, wait, yes, of course. The reason they can't have it is because it's only been announced for Xbox and, and PS4. PS4. Yeah, I was going to say, why can't they have it on the Switch version? But it's because it doesn't exist yet. I'm sure that I'm sure it will get it. Maybe I, a bit I, later, I, yeah, but I'm I sure do, it will. I do, I do wonder because they they said they're very committed to Switch and have lots of things going. And they have shown that. Yes, they have proven that. They, they really they have even brought out Skyrim on it. They felt so sure of the <laughs> Switch that they put a port of Skyrim on it. I mean, that's dedication. I hear it did well. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Um, and you know, Doom did very well, and I think Wolfenstein's doing well as well. Yeah, I, I keep seeing videos on YouTube about what a good conversion it is, and that yeah. sort of thing. And I think it was handled by the same 
guys that did the Panic the Doom, Doom conversion. So yeah. yeah. And and Digital Foundry did their obligatory look. It doesn't run as well as the Xbox One X version video. Now, and- I watched that video and their entire point of that video is yes, it doesn't look as nice and it doesn't have the same frame rate, but it's the Switch and it does perfectly well for a Switch game. Yeah. I know that is generally their point. To be that fair, is which generally is their point. Them. You're being very daily mail about this. I am. You, You're right? being a bit mailish about this. That's, okay, you know, my... yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. I forgive them. I'm still uh, watching their videos, whatever. I also, yeah, I, I watched the video they did on um, Blur, <laughs> on Blur in games. And why yeah. it's not, you know, why good reasons it's good, reasons it's bad. And it was a very good video. <laughs> it they, made me reconsider my approach to Blur. I, I've never seen them do anything that made me think, oh, that was a shit video. No, they're, they're very good at what they do. Um, yeah. I was merely attacking what they do in a very <laughs> <laughs> Which is uh, not fair. Not fair. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, the, this, the whole crossplay thing's going to come to an end at the next <laughs> uh, console generation. Whatever. Sony decided mm. to do when we, when we're on to the next Xbox PS4 or PS5, just forget it. It won't be that, and no one will be crying out for it because no one will be winning. Yeah. Or, or more importantly, nobody will be losing. Uh, and that's why it, this is just a great thing for Microsoft and Nintendo to beat Sony around the head with it. And they really have. Oh, <laughs> they God, really they're milking have. it. They really are. And, and putting out ads together. Oh. Which is just amazing. Um, yeah. but, and, do you know what? I think Sony and Nintendo. The reason Sony is in the gear in the console market is out of spite towards Nintendo because Nintendo backed out of a deal with them back in the long, long ago to make a a, a, a CD based console. Yeah, which became the PlayStation. Which became the PlayStation. One of the all-time video gaming dick moves on Nintendo's part. Clearly, it's yep. it's, and they're still paying for it. But here they are, beating <laughs> them around we're the head together. Yeah. Um, I, I, as a player, I would kind of like them to do this. I, I really would. I, I don't think it's going to continue, but I, I would like it. And Sony should pack it in, and admit that they've they've done as well as they're going to do now. With the PS4, it's all right yeah. to turn on crossplay now. I, um, I would get yeah, it a couple a of years of, ago, but now, no. A lot of developers are saying, you know, as well, it's not difficult. It's a thing that we can flip a switch. I mean, didn't Fortnite do that? Didn't they, you know, accidentally turn on crossplay for it, a, a day? I think it was the Rocket League people. But was that one, Rocket League? One of them did that. One like, of the other, yeah. Oh, we've had it turned on all day. No one noticed. That wasn't done on purpose at all. Absolutely yeah. not. Uh, the jury remains out, however, on Fallout 76, and we'll see how that goes yeah. when it comes out. Yeah. I'm still on the fence. Uh, something else I'm on the fence about, Shenmue 1 and 2. <laughs> they got a date. Set for no, August just, 21st. I just got to look here. It, it, right, okay, so it's not it's not two separate. I thought I wasn't sure whether they were releasing these as two separate releases or one package. It, it's one yeah. one single package, Shampoo, Shamu 1 and 2, uh, remastered or whatever they're going to call them, uh, set for August 21st. Now, I'm actually wondering if these, these might be a good 
set of games to put in the hands of somebody who's just recently run out of Yakuza Kiwami games to play. Did she par through Kiwami as well? She's, she's playing it as we speak, but she's right. basically done. She's now just filling in gaps. Right. 100%ing stuff. Isn't Yakuza 2 Kiwami next month? Yeah, that's also August. Yeah. But so, there's, there's yeah. no word on 3, though, is there? No word on 3 yet, although they're doing it. So uh, they're definitely doing 3 and 4, but we just don't know when. Are they going to do 5 as well? Because that's. A, I would assume they're going to fill in the, se- yeah. Yeah, the rest of the series. But we, um, we'll, we may be... They're going to get have to get on with it, or we're going to be on to PS5. Yeah, that's true. Uh, although they'll be releasing them on PC as well, so... Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Shenmue, you know, the the spiritual prequel to Yakuza. Yeah, it could be a good idea to give those to Allison because same kind of idea. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I don't know about the, the time of day thing, though. Yeah, the fact that it is sort of like uh, real time almost. And, and because you certainly can't fuck with the clock on your PlayStation like you could back in the day with the clock on your Dreamcast. That's true. Hmm. Mm. Fact, I don't think there are any clock settings yeah, mo- on the modern, PlayStation. Yeah, modern consoles. I think it, it was the uh, the three, even the three hundred and sixty. If you have screwed with its time settings, it could really shit the bed on you. Yeah, um, especially with regards to save games and stuff yeah. like that. So I don't know because there'd be some bits you'd just never get to experience if you've got a job. <laughs> yeah, you know. So I, I, but then that was a criticism of the original anyway. So. That's a criticism of capitalism, mate. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That, that was deep. Yeah. We Happy Few is going to be released in Australia. Yeah, as an 18-plus game. Yeah, but they're putting it out, so... <laughs> At least they're putting yeah. And so, I don't yeah. care about things that affect under 18 people. That's I don't care about things that affect Australians <laughs> or Australians, really. I suppose, yeah. but yeah, so you know, yeah. It, people, you know, under eighteen-year-old Australians—that's a subcategory of shit. I don't give a shit about. It really is, isn't it? That is even it, further down the ladder. It's and it's just you know we've got our own shit to deal with before we start wondering about worrying about under eighteen-year-old Australians. You know, that's yeah. for Australians to worry about. Yeah, I mean, they're in Australia. I mean, just the journey to the shop to buy the game—that's a whole fucking other ordeal. Did you see that to... that news story this week? Uh, shark pulls woman into crocodile-infested water in Australia, and you're just like, "They're working together." Are you? Are you fucking what? Oh dear, <laughs> that that's definitely now on the not ever going there list. Is this is this like a shark that you know how like sharks kill like nobody a year? Uh, the, like the figures are so astronomically low. Maybe this is a shark that really wanted to kill someone, but they didn't want to fuck up the statistics. The, <laughs> so the it was sh- like, I'll pull him in, and then I'll let the crocodiles do the jo- dirty work. Hang on. I'm now Googling shark deaths per year. It's like nothing. It's it's not zero. But, <laughs> you know, it's less than, like, death by tea cozy. Um, hang on. Unprovoked attack, because there's provoked attack and unprovoked attack. Uh, no, I need figures, Wikipedia. Come on. not There's actually an article about shark attacks. Not like how many there are, but just... The nature is, of shark this attacks. This is when a shark attacks you. That's no good. It's in the thousands, yeah. I'd like to see, though, I would love to see if uh, Wikipedia enabled a feature where you could see the location where articles were accessed from 
And I would like to see how many times that page was accessed just just on the coast. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it is very low. Yep. That can't be true. Yeah, they're very, yeah. They, we're, they're big and scary, so we don't like them, even though they're, I, w- I wouldn't say harmless, but they happen not to harm us very often. According to Wikipedia, we're way off topic here, but according to Wikipedia, confirmed unprovoked shark attacks from 1958 to 2014. F- uh, right. Fatal, uh, fatalities, 439. Mm. Over a nearly, over basically a 50-year period. It's, yeah, or more. it's nothing. And 400, yeah, more people pull vending machines on themselves every year. <laughs> and God bless them. That's uh, evolution, though. It's wonderful. But you Australians will get to play We Happy Few now, so that's nice. I think they appealed and people said, yeah, all right. Then. Fantasy violence and interactive drug use. It's better than real violence and all of that. Non-interactive, Non-interactive drug, drug use, which use. sounds really boring. Yeah. I don't know what yeah. that would involve. Are we all doing that now? Yeah. Well, I'm not, but, you know. Uh, moving on, uh, yeah. the Nintendo president was considering various possibilities for a success of the Nintendo 3DS, and we all went, ooh, what does that mean? This just in. Man makes vague statement about thing. It is a vague statement, isn't it? <laughs> uh, is this their new yeah, Shintaro... Furukawa. You know, they say that Japan has very few surnames, but fuck me, you think I would have learned them all by now. I know. There's, there's, there's always a fucking a new one. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm rubbish with foreign words mm. and remembering them. Um, he, he's right, though. The, the 3DS has certain advantages over the Switch. It's just more portable and cheaper and everything. Although, he said that over the Switch, such as ease of purchase... I mean, I think he means lower price. Okay, right. Not how easily you can go into a shop and get one. Yeah, I was wondering if he meant like because it has a more robust e-shop or something. I don't know. It does have a more robust e-shop, but that's mm. that's not what he meant. Um, but yeah, the, the, it's far more possible. I've always thought this, mm. um, and so we need something more 3ds like. It would be interesting if they brought it. You know, I I, I would wonder if the next thing. I cannot see them. I think the next thing, whatever shape it takes, it will completely abandon the 3D. I think that's also. I think that time has passed. So I'm wondering if they're going to come up, you know, and therefore it would, it wouldn't make sense to call it, you know, a new 2DS either because, you know, the 2DS is the 2DS because of the 3DS. So I, I, expect, I expect we'll see some sort of a new branding for it. Uh, so I wonder if it'll be like, if they will market it as a mini Switch or something like that. that. I'm thinking Switch Mini. Yeah, I really am thinking Switch Mini, and I'm certainly thinking uh, software compatibility with the Switch. I, that would I, be nice. Yeah. I don't see it being a different platform, especially now that they've done things like move Pokemon over to the Switch and all the big... Uh, 3DS. All the big portable titles have moved over to the Switch. And so, what are you going to do if you bring out a 4DS, say? You can't move them back again. The, the thing is, uh, I was just thinking, uh, there's been sort of leaks uh, of Samsung, uh, their new uh, their new phone, which is foldable, has a foldable screen. I was just wondering, it would be awesome if they, you know, if you had something that was the size of the 
the 2DS XL and you opened it up and it was one huge screen, just foldable. Yeah. That's a pipe dream. That won't happen, but I like it. <laughs> You'd want physical controls, but yeah. could happen. Totally could happen. Um, But then I'd want the Switch to be bigger in the first place. But uh, yeah, I think Switch Mini. I, yeah. I really do. Um, But I also think we won't be seeing this until 3DS and 2DS sales really start to plummet and they stop releasing games for it, which doesn't seem to be anytime soon. Well, Nintendo have all but stopped releasing games for it. I, I think there's something like two more due out between now and the start of next year, which is not really massive support. Oh, right. um, and yeah, everything's moving over to the Switch. Yeah. So I think whatever we're looking at, we're looking at comp- software compatibility with the Switch. Yeah, I'd and say I, so. I think they're more likely to sell one to people who already own a Switch then as well. Yeah, yeah. If you had something that could be used as a second screen for the Switch, maybe something that could, uh, possibly something could, uh, you know, the Switch could stream to. You could do that. I, I bet know. this being Nintendo, there'd be at least a couple of games where you have the Switch Mini and controlled things on this big Switch and oh yeah, all that shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think that's what they're going to do. That's my personal prediction. The Switch isn't portable enough. Mm. It's just quite portable, but not everywhere. It's more, much more portable than, you know, your average home console, but still less portable than your average handheld. Yeah, it would never go on holiday with me. It, it no. doesn't It doesn't leave the house because the 3DS is the thing. That it's a house switch. Yeah, it is. It's a house <laughs> switch. It, it doesn't like being out overnight. <laughs> not an outside switch no there is no such thing uh, <laughs> if, it get, if it sees the other switches it gets frightened yeah it's not easy. Wrong, yeah. not socialized yeah uh much like paisley <laughs> so it, while we're on nintendo they are teasing the world again with beautiful things you can't have because you aren't in japan they do they look pretty uh well, well i think the mario kart one is a bit it's just it's a bit black and one. It's yeah, yeah, a bit black and red. It reminds me of an eighties bedroom. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I was never in an eighties bedroom. By the time I had a bedroom, I was it was the nineties. Okay, uh, yeah, um, all bloody black hell. And I just red. had a I just had a vivid flashback to my nineties bedroom. Bloody hell! Sorry, I I, I got nostalgia whiplash there. Okay, um, <laughs> <laughs> it can happen. It does. It hits you. It's like Jesus. That's a memory I haven't had in a long time. Yeah. Uh, delete. Uh. <laughs> but I want the Minecraft one, and I don't even play Minecraft. See, here's the thing with with the, the Minecraft one and the... Uh, we should say, though, these are uh, special edition 2DS XLs, because that's what Nintendo are making. Now, they're not making 3DSs anymore. They're making 2DSs, um, which is another reason why we will not be seeing more 3D from Nintendo in the future. Uh yeah, the uh, the the Animal Crossing one and the My, uh, Minecraft one—they're like embossed, or what? You, what would you call that? I don't know. De- there's definitely a lot of depth and texture to them. Yeah, a lot especially of depth, especially the, the Minecraft one. Yeah, and looking at them, I I think they look pretty awesome. But also because they're handhelds, and even though I know I wouldn't be touching that part, like it's the back of the main screen, I wouldn't be touching it. Because it's a handheld, for some reason, when I look at them, I feel pain. Because I imagine what it would be like to hold that while gaming, even though you wouldn't. 
Yeah, you wouldn't hold that. The bit you yeah. hold is perfectly smooth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what she said. Um, <laughs> I want them to do switches like this. Yeah, the switch is kind of bland, isn't it? But then that would make me... No, it, it actually... <laughs> <laughs> I forgot who we're talking to here. Yes. D- don't do that, please. You would have a room full. Yeah, I have a switch that works. I have no reason to... I have enough on not buying the SNES Special Edition 3DS. It's just... It is strange for a company that, you know... Back in the day, the N64 and the GameCube came in many flavors. Delicious-looking mm. flavors that, you know, you wanted to lick. But then the Wii came in white and then black and then eventually a little red version. Did they do some others when the, the Wii... Was it the Wii Mini or something? Whatever it was. I think they did a, the Mini, I think, was just black and red. I think. I don't know if they did any more versions of that. Um it seemed a bit weird considering it's supposed to be a pared down version. Yeah, it was or, the, you know, the Wii Mini. Yeah. yeah, and just black and red. Yeah. And then Wii U, well, they didn't have time to have variations. Um, had- and now the Switch has just had like two different Joy-Con color combinations. A few more than that, but that's how they've been doing the, the I custom. I think Japan got a few more Joy-Con combinations. We've got them as well. It's America that's actually lost out on oh. stuff um those, oh, right. okay and they they associate them with games you had the yellow ones for arms there was a the pink and green ones for splatoon 2 there were the red ones for uh super mario odyssey i think they were the last ones they did mm. uh then the pink, the blue and red one for the original set that's what i've got uh i don't know if they even do the black ones anymore because who wants one of those yeah <laughs> I, I was amazed that they sold in the first place. Like, why would you? Yeah. Like, you can pre-order. You can have anything you want. Just why would you pick the black one? That's boring. Um, so, I yeah, I hope they don't do it. They have just done that uh, uh, Labo special. The cardboard. Yeah, the cardboard switch. But that's, you know, super limited. Oh, you yeah. can't buy of, those. You have of, to win one. Of which there are three. Yeah. And, you, yeah, you have to win it. Or it almost it no, almost feels like a dare, doesn't it? Someone in Nintendo said, I bet, I bet we can make people jump through hoops to win oh, a, yeah. a Switch that's like cardboard brown. It's like, okay, here's some money. Go do that. <laughs> make There's, three of them. There are so many things in entertainment I think are bets. Like the movie yeah. Castaway with Tom Hanks. <laughs> I, I, I remember enjoying it. <laughs> that, that was a bet because Tom Hanks was really pissed and full of himself one night in a bar. And to just the wrong me. person, yeah, just me. We don't need anyone else. I'm that good. He, he was just, right. <laughs> I'll just be in a felt. I'll talk to a fucking ball for an hour. <laughs> and people are uh, going sick because I'm Tom Hanks. And then he threw up and fell asleep. That's what happened. That's a true story, everybody. <laughs> uh, uh, what else do we have on the... Oh, it's still more Nintendo stuff. More Nintendo. They're bringing out more Amiibo. I'm so glad I don't. It's been a while since the... I think the last Amiibo announcements was uh, that gained any notice anyway was when they did the Dark Souls Amiibo. Yeah, perhaps that will come out one day. That may maybe come out someday. Uh, But yeah, they've announced that uh, for all of the characters who are returning, you know, for Smash Brothers Ultimate which has now 70-plus fighters, all the ones that don't currently have an Amiibo, they're getting one. 
I, I always feel that while they're announcing things like this, you can hear the sound of a latex glove being applied. <laughs> you know, just, just like, are, are you ready to just give us some more money for some small plastic things we're going to knock out in their thousands? Yeah, okay. Deep breath. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Don't ask you- why I happen to have latex gloves lying around. Uh, <laughs> anyway. I, I'm guessing. Cause, I didn't uh, do the math. I didn't do the math on this. I don't know how many of the character, you know, of the seventy, how many already have amiibo, and how many, you know, what the influx is going to be. But I'm, I'm guessing, it's probably going to be like more than half. It will. I'm be, guessing we're looking at thirty-five plus new amiibo. I, I would imagine it's just as many as they can get together, and I'm sure they will probably release, you know. While they say that all the, the characters who are returning are getting new Amiibo, I'm sure that they will also issue new Amiibo for all of the characters who, you know, already had one, but just now in a new pose or with one of their alternate outfits. Yeah, that's what they do. They just do slightly different ones, and it's a new one. God, I'm, I've just searched on eBay. Oh, dear. I, I did, I, I've just gone to so eBay, and I've just typed in Amiibo, and I've sorted by highest price. I of course, say. there's an Amiibo wiki. Why wouldn't there be an Amiibo wiki? Job Lot 70 Amiibo, 400 quid. Buy it now. The Legend of Zelda Amiibo bundle of 18, 275 quid. They're just little plastic figures. They don't do not do anything. But they have the futuristic futuristic technology of NSC. That is true. Near field communications. Oh, Remember we... that was going to revolutionize everything? I use it every day. Yeah. I just don't use it in the way that they thought I was going to use it. It's really just <laughs> Apple Pay, if I'm honest. Oh, right. Okay. Um, but even then... I, they- I, oh, I, I, I'm due to get a, my uh, my debit card. They're going to be renewing it next month. And I found out the new card will have contactless payment. I'm still not comfortable with that. It's No, I, it's fine. It's fine. I've just come around to chip and pin. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Honestly. I only stopped issuing cashier's checks last year, okay? You still on postal orders. I still so- am. Oh, God, postal orders. A brand new gold Mario Amiibo, sealed, $179.99. And it would get it and pull it out of the packet and destroy its value immediately. Because what's the point if you're not going to use it? God, there's loads of these. There's fucking loads. This must just be a nightmare for some people. Uh, 40, 41, 42, 44, 45, 46, 47, 48, 49, 50, 51, 52, 53, 54, 55. 56, 57, 58, 59. Okay, it may be only like 20 because they seem to have done a shit ton of Amiibo from Smash Brothers. Oh, they had a whole Smash Brothers range. They've done like 10 waves of them or are doing 10 waves of them. Like they've even got, you know, they've already got Bayonetta and Ryu in there. So yeah, they've, they've, yeah, it, it probably won't be a huge amount. See, but some of them are still stupid crazy money. Yep. Well, that's not due to, you know, that's scarcity value. It's the fact that they never made enough of them. Waluigi, ten ninety five. I wonder if you can still get those things we were uh, we were talking about last year. It was a, a, basically an NFC sort of generator that you could, you know, it was it had all the codes for the, you know, Amiibo program. And you could download an updated list of Amiibos and you could just, you know, select, you know, plug it in and select, yeah. okay do the Donkey Kong Amiibo now and you could, you know, you tapped it against your, your, uh, your Wii or your Wii U or your three, you know, whatever. And it, cause all it is, you know, it, it's NFC. It's a, 
digit it's it's a it's a alphanumeric code. Yeah, which can be easily copied. Very easily, because the nature of it is it needs to communicate. Therefore, it's very easy to read. I, so I wonder if those are still available or if, you know, Nintendo came down on them with a fucking iron fist. I kind of feel like if anything had happened, we'd have heard something about it. Possibly. Because um, um, I, I think, you know, the, the key thing with Amiibo is while they do provide technically they there's some in-game functionality in some games that you know you can use amiibo with nintendo games and they give you items in game and that sort of thing really i I just looked at this there's a whole subreddit (laughs) devoted to this uh amibom ah right there you go (laughs) devoted to the art of uh amiibo spoofing right but like you don't even need to have your own device because you can buy reprogrammable nfc yeah uh sticks and tags and stuff and you know so yeah it makes sense you don't even need a a special device for this and and the nature of amiibo is that the money is in the figure it's not in what is contained on that nfc chip so yeah you know i can understand them wanting to if they are cracking down i can understand them doing that but you really don't need your own thing because you know the nature of the nfc my phone you know it doesn't just read nfc it can write yeah Yeah, so yeah that makes complete sense uh god you have all the tech if you have a phone (laughs) made within the last five to ten years you have all the device all the stuff needed to spoof an amiibo get on with it yep yeah um and that's pretty much it the last thing is that they just added some stuff into splatoon 2 because apparently they just can't stop doing that they're they're going hard on splatoon at the moment aren't they it's so it's so good though <laughs> it's so good everything about it is 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 wonderful i i can't praise it enough it's it's one of my favorite games in my collection at the moment um it's usually the cartridge that is in the switch <laughs> bloody hell you know it's it's that good and plus for some reason the esports games are summer games so i'm playing a lot of them at the moment. i'm gonna write a blog post about that and try and explain it in more understandable terms <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Oh, everything on my desk just vibrated and made a noise. That's great. That's what she said. I thought said. Alexa was waking up. Straight away, a fucking item on your Steam wish list is on sale. Leave me alone. <laughs> they won't. They, I know. It's always annoying when the Steam seal goes live and then, you, you know, you see it and then like three hours later, you get a fucking, uh, an email from them. 36 items on your wish list are on sale. It's like, I know. Why can't you keep track of when I log in? I don't know. So that's the end of the news for today, everybody. Yep. Uh, so now we're going to talk about Fortnite, apparently. We are, really, yeah. Because it's... Uh, sadly, this week, I, I played a little bit of Snake Pass, a little bit more. But, um, yeah, it's been mostly some Fortnite. I didn't, ex- I didn't expect that. I, Neither I, did I. I expected you to say you'd had a go on it. Well, because well, I, mm, I knew you'd had a go on it. Yeah. But mostly playing it uh yeah I ha- it's been sort of a daily thing i jump on for a few matches uh i've played i know that i've played over 50 matches just because i got the thing the challenge completed for that yeah it's been an interesting experience uh please yeah. explain then right, I, well, i'm eager to hear but i uh it's funny the, the first few games were like i did really well and I kind of enjoyed it, but then I got hit into, you know, 
a bit of a rut of, you know, you, you jump in, you land, you try to find a gun and then you die. And I realized that my, because of all these years, it's been a long time since I have played any kind of competitive shooter and even longer since I did that on the PC. Yeah. You know, all my previous things were, you know, uh, controller and here I am with the mouse and the keyboard. So I'm, you know, I, I in a shootout, I will lose. <laughs> that is the, the, you know, I've been looking into settings, you know, uh, what DPI should I be using? What, you know, and right away I discovered, oh, I'm playing at like three or four times the sensitivity that I should be. That's why whenever I try to point at someone, I point way over past them. But even with that, I'm still kind of sucking. Um, there's a lot of dancing. There is, isn't there? Yeah. It's mainly dancing as far as I can see. I do enjoy the dancing. I do enjoy the dancing also. Uh, so I've been, yeah, it's been interesting uh, sort of learning all the uh, systems and how the game does each thing because it doesn't do, it, if Fortnite had one ethos, uh, it would be learn by doing. Yeah. It doesn't tell you an awful lot. Um and the problem with the learn by doing approach is that it's kind of hard to learn by doing when everybody is trying to kill you. That does hamper your progress somewhat. Well, that's it, that's why they've introduced the, the playground mode. No, that is something I was going to talk about because it's very interesting the way that happened. Because they wanted to, I was like, whenever I launched into it, I was like, is there no tutorial mode? Is there no, you know, can I not just load up the game by myself and just run around and sort of explore and test stuff out and see what happens? It's like, no, there isn't that. Well, sort of what they're planning, what they plan to do is they had a limited time mode. That is a mode that is available for a limited time. Yeah. Called the playground. And that was the ability to jump into a private game with either by yourself or with, uh, you know, up to four, uh, three other people. And they put this live, but then they had to pull it immediately because it was causing server issues. And my question is, why? Why was it causing server issues? Could be why, any... Why when I wanted to play it by myself? Why can't you just load? let me load the game by with no myself one. with no one in it and let me, you know, test some stuff out? Why does the server have to come into this at all? I get why, you know, I might not be allowed to, you know, invite people in. But frankly, the, the entire point of this was I did not want people. Yeah. It's, people were the problem. It's back up now. It's back up now, and again, they have it as a limited, again, this is the weird thing, they have it as a limited time mode, and I just, I can't see, there's no challenges that they have for this, there's no reason for this to be a limited time thing, this should just be a mode, and I don't know how long it's going to be around for, and, you know, whether they're planning on making it more permanent. Uh, uh, People have been doing some pretty cool stuff with it, so, um, yeah, I've saw something tonight about how people have been building Mario Kart tracks. Cool. And things like that. Um so it yeah. might it might stick around if it, if it becomes a popular enough thing. Now, this is it kind of brings it on to the, the you know my experiences of Fortnite is uh one of the things that really disheartened me about it was even when I started when I got you know some skill and was able to shoot people and stuff like that uh I very quickly felt like this is a game I will never be able to win other than by fluke because of the fort mechanic. 
of Fortnite and the fact that people who win are able to uh, throw up these ridiculous forts with bizarre speed and they are just like Escher paintings. Yeah, Just ramps and walls and, and they, they ascend to the sky at a rate that is frankly insulting. Uh, while all you can do is sort of look up at them and hide behind a tree and wait to die. I just keep firing. I have, on the occasions where I found a rocket launcher, I have had a few quite satisfying moments where I've just shot the thing out from someone. Yeah. That has been fun. And and the way the physics works, if the base is gone, then everything collapses. So if someone's building a tower, start knocking the bottom down. I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought things just floated, but I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, I've, um, but again, the problem with that I've had is that, you know, your odds of finding a rocket launcher are very slim. I, I've had one once. I, I think, think I've had, I think I found one once and I think I've managed to pick up one from someone, uh, a couple of times and that's been satisfying. I've, um, yeah, it's just been a lot of, it took me a while before I, you know, I gave, I gave in and I consulted, you know, the wiki. Mm. and I, you know, started learning about how things are supposed to work and also, you know, ideas of the best way to play. Um, now, the the battle pass system is interesting. Have, uh, have you bought into it yet? No. I have been, cause, well, because uh, this is why it's interesting. I think it's a good idea, but I think that the way they've implemented, ha, implemented has some flaws, and one of them is... The longer the uh, so the way the uh, uh, battle uh, or uh, the way Fortnite works is in seasons. Uh, how long do seasons last? A month, two months? I think it's eight weeks. I think. Yeah. So during a season, you can play for free, and you get a, a free pass, a free uh, battle pass, and that every time you okay. So this is again one of the things where it's it's weird in the way it does things. Uh, you can level up just uh, by earning experience points, you know, during games, uh, getting kills and all that, uh, placing highly. Uh, But you also have your uh, battle pass, which isn't tied to your level. It's tied to tiers. And tiers are earned by getting a specific number of, uh, well, tiers, (laughs) I suppose you could call them. So whenever you level up uh, your character, or whatever you you know you go up like level eighteen to nineteen, you'll earn a certain amount towards maybe a tier. Yeah, and then every well in the free pass, not every tier, but every few tiers, you'll unlock something, a cosmetic upgrade. It might be a costume, uh, an emote, uh, a, a glider design, or you know a, a pickaxe design, something like that. It's all cosmetic. Um, if you buy the uh, premium battle pass which comes out to about seven ninety nine. it's every level you'll get something uh you'll also get you know it'll be the same things it'll also you can also get uh v bucks which are their own you know currency yeah which you can then buy use to buy specific items in the shop but again the shop you can't just go in and buy the thing you want every day the things that are in the shop are you know different so you have to if you see something you like but you don't have the money for it you have to wait for it to come around again so you know that's fun so it you know it's it's all ways of encouraging you to just just give us just give us some money just give us some money and it, uh, when uh, you have the battle pass it unlocks all the challenges that go with that as well 
Yes, again, you you have challenges which will help you towards earning tiers on your battle pass. Um, the, uh, you do have a set of free basic challenges, um, which are kind of simplistic: play a bunch of games, score in you know uh, la, mm. uh, score in the top fifty percent, or you know win a game, things like that. Um, fairly easy to complete. Some of them are time sinks; just you know playing fifty games is one of them. Well, I say a time sink, you could just launch into a game and then jump into the fucking void. But <laughs> uh, I didn't do that. So, but whenever you uh, buy the battle pass, you get access to a whole bunch. You get every week. There's a new set of challenges you can complete, and also there are challenges set around you know a specific uh, like set of unlocks. Yeah, and stuff like that. So you know you'll be going through it a lot quicker, and you get stuff every level. Here's the problem with the battle pass system. Because it, it it's tied to the specific season you're in, it's great value if you buy it at the beginning of the season. Yeah, it, every, does, it degrades in value as you go every single the season. day. So I've been in the annoying position where I, you know, the, the this season ends on the twelfth of July. It's currently the fifth. I started playing. Let's call it. Uh, I started playing on like the first of July. So every day, my the, the value of the battle pass has been decreasing by a considerable amount. But because I've completed all the other challenges and I'm, you know, I don't have much else to do other than play the actual game. My desire to buy the damn thing has been increasing. Yeah. And it's, I've really enjoyed it. And I think that for the, for the gameplay I've had out of it and for what it enhanced the, the battle pass for 799 is fine. I think it's okay. I think they could maybe improve it by not, rather than tying it to a season, you know, still have the season, still have, you know, the challenges change and the themes change. And, you know, suddenly, you know, this bunch of unlockables are no longer unlockable. But if they just made the battle pass an eight week pass, I think that would mean that its value remained constant. Maybe so. It, it's just occurred to me. I need to get it to be again to be able to customize my character, even though I keep all the things. Because when you not when you don't have it, it just randomizes your character every go, doesn't it? Oh right. So it, oh, I didn't know that you could. Uh, I quite en- I, I did quite enjoy it. It confused me the first time it happened. Because um, <laughs> yeah, it it randomizes your gender and your uh, skin tone whenever you start a game and it you know after the second game because in the first game the other thing it has is a really nice and robust camera system at least on the pc you know you can you can watch replays uh like not as in just your you know a a video replay it will allow you to see of a replay of the whole game and you can fly around it you can switch perspectives and you can you know you you can access a, a third part you know a bunch of different cameras and take pictures and it's surprising a really good camera system so I spent ages in this after my first match taking, you know, a nice picture. And then I started up uh, the next match and I was like, that's not me. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but I kind of like that. I, I like I, I kind of like the, the random element. It's a nice way of them just encouraging you to get the battle pass, to be honest. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, but it's it's pretty good. Um, yeah. I, I'm alarmed at how much I'm playing this game. It, it's... It's quite fun. I am I, I am irritated because I'm I'm definitely not going to get the battle pass until the twelfth because it would be ridiculous for me to do that. Although 
Here's the thing. Uh, you don't know this, but I have a dentist appointment tomorrow. And they're pulling a tooth, a wisdom tooth. Okay. And I was, I, I have had to go, uh, I have to pay for my dental treatment, uh, which is very irritating. Uh, you want to know the reason why I don't, ha- why I have to pay for my dental treatment? It's because you only get free dental treatment if you're on a be- if you're on some form of benefits. Yeah. And I, I am on no benefits whatsoever that count towards getting free dental treatment. But it, even though I, I'm not on benefits, I'm still not employed. So the reason I have to pay is because I am getting less than people who don't work. Sorry, I love, everybody. I love the NHS. Love the NHS. That is a bit of a fucking flaw in the system. Yeah. That is a bit of a, a bit of a glitch. But yeah, so I'm having to go to like a private clinic and pay. Uh, and I was going to, uh, I was going to get uh, gas and air to sort of make, you know, knock me out a bit. And then they sent me their thing. And for uh, people who have to pay, 60 fucking pounds. Wow. I'm not getting, no, I'm not getting that tomorrow. So I, I've saved 60 quid and I'm like, well, battle pass <laughs> is only eight pounds. Yeah. And I'll need it in order to feel, you know, in order to distract me from the pain after tomorrow. But I'm not going to do it. Really annoying. Well, you say st- stay strong with that. Yeah. Fun, fun times. Have you uh, had a wisdom tooth out before? No. This is the only wisdom tooth that came in. I, I have one and it got a cavity in it. And it's a useless tooth because there's no tooth below it. So I don't use it for eating. And it came in slightly crooked. So the only thing it has been doing since it arrived is every so often biting me in the cheek. Right. So I was like, oh, I could get it felt. No, no, pull the fucker. Yeah. I've had three removed. <sighs> How's it um, going? It's fine. Okay. <laughs> on, a, on It's I'm not, it's it's not fun. You know? <laughs> um, I'm what the dentist refers to as a bleeder, though. <laughs> but I, I didn't have anything like gas in there. I, I it just... They're just going to numb it and pull yeah. the damn thing. It, it's it's quite quick. Mm. Well, that's good. Yeah, you saw for a bit afterwards, but really not that long. Well, keep it down. I do plan to milk this. Fair enough. <laughs> oh, my face. Like I said, I'm in no rush to have the fourth one removed. You know, it's, <laughs> it, it's not great, but honestly. It's your, it's, last, it's your last bit of wisdom? Yeah, that's, I need it. I mean, Christ, if this is what you're operating with now, you hold on. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But yeah, so I have, I, when I switched gears to sort of not playing Fortnite to win, but playing it just, you, you do, you you give me the right perspective. Don't play it to win, play it to annoy the people who are playing to win. <laughs> How did I give you that perspective? I think you mentioned that at some point on the, 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 the Slack. But yeah, when you do, you know, whenever... Uh, you do see someone who is, you know, skinned up and they have all the emotes and everything they have on this, all the spray. And I never attack them right away. I just wait until I can see an, a, 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 an opportunity to irritate them. Oh, I love killing people while they're dancing. I haven't I, had the joy of that yet. I enjoy that so much because it's like you thought you were safe enough to press that pointless, meaningless button, didn't you? Well, you weren't. Bang. I did have the humiliation yesterday of at the beginning of a game because Fortnite, you know, you parachute into the map and the first thing, you know, all you have is your pickaxe 
which yes is a weapon but you use it for you know mining because you need resources in order to build uh but you're supposed to go and collect weapons i did man i did have the humiliation of i managed to find a shotgun and i saw a guy with a fort with who only had a pickaxe and i managed to miss him enough that he was able to kill me with his pickaxe before i could kill him with my shotgun i nearly managed to kill someone with their pickup pickaxe who had a shotgun i haven't <laughs> i haven't managed yeah also <clears throat> yes why haven't you accepted my friend request i haven't seen your friend request i have that's really you know i've tried to send it like oh, sorry I, hang they on. make it difficult uh oh th- there it is <laughs> okay i thought that they i thought that their system was to blame it is because what you have to do is as I'm, I'm looking at the phone version right now, but it's identical. In the top right corner of the screen, there's the little friend icon thing with the yeah. three little people, and next to it is a number. And that number, as I look at it right now, is zero. Also uh, zero. Be- because what that is showing is friends logged in, ready to play. Uh, and it's not till you click on that and then... Does it see- not give you a notification? No. Ah. I, I just have, once I've gone into that, then it says friend requests. Because I, I guessed you're, oh, there we go. There <laughs> you go. Battle Royale Lobby 104. Uh, yeah, I, th- th- this is really annoying because you can send them either to a screen name or to um, an email address. And I guessed it your screen name. Right. Uh, tax support rich and send it to you. But then, you you know, it has that as an outgoing request. But I can't see, like, did I get it right? Is this person, is this actually a profile? Or have I just sent something off into the void? Yeah, that's their fault. Yeah. It, it wasn't clear. And it, yeah, there was certainly no uh, no alert or, or anything like that yeah. on any of the platforms. Because I'm, I'm running this on a few things. Um, there are a number of things like the fact that uh, whenever you launch the game, it always asks you, do you want to play Battle Royale or do you want to play the, you know, the PVE mode that they're still in early access and you have to pay for? The fact that there's no always choose Battle Royale option, kind of irritating. That's only the PC version, though. Really? Yeah. Oh, yes, because the PC is the only one that has the battle uh, or the the, uh, save the world mode. Yeah. Why would you bother porting that to other systems when really we just want Battle Royale? I was kind of annoyed because what uh, I looked online and I saw videos like, uh, like I say, the, the currency in the game is uh, V-Bucks. And it used to be that the the PVE, uh, Sea of the World mode, which is a four player uh, where you play, uh, you know, you build forts and you defend them against uh, AI bots. That used to be also free to play. Yeah. And by playing it, you could, you leveled up your character. You had like more traditional skill trees and that. But every so often you unlocked V-Bucks, which you could then use to buy stuff to customize your character further. Whenever they launched Battle Royale and it became popular, they made the that mode uh, in order to sp- stop people using that mode to farm V-Bucks. They made it so that you had to pay for it to get into the uh, access right. mode. So I was quite irritated by that. Yeah, I think it was, they had it running on iOS ages ago. Yeah. Because uh, it was demoed at a, an Apple event. Right. In a kind of look what you can do with our new graphics technology kind of thing mm. is this game called Fortnite, where you build a fort at night. Mm. Little did we know. 
Yeah. And like I say, the, my biggest sort of thing, issue with the game, and there's things that I still technically don't know. I, I'm still not sure about, like, the game, uh, whenever you start, you, you know, it says there's so, uh, so much time until the storm forms. And then once it forms, there's so much time until it uh, it uh, closes in on you. And yeah. then you have, I'm still not 100% sure of, okay, so when should I be running? <laughs> to the next uh, smaller, you know, zone. I, I like to stay in sight of it, to be honest with I you. I do quite, yeah. I have, it, I've I've died to the storm once. It's so frustrating when that it's happens. It's very frustrating, um, especially since the, sto- the, the further into the game, you know, the smaller the zone becomes, the more being in the storm hurts you, which is a good system because, you know, like so, if you're at the very beginning of the game, it'll only do like one HP damage per second. But by the end of the game, if you go into that thing, you're fucking dead. Yeah, it's it's a great mechanic. I mean, can you imagine the game without it? No, it's too when, too big. Yeah, when you're down to two players and and it's just one person looking for you hidden underneath that stairwell. Although I did play the uh, I I did play the the fifty v fifty mode. That's a fun mode. It's a fun mode. But I was more impressed because uh, our team was winning. I don't think I saw a single enemy the entire goddamn game. Because <laughs> uh, once one side gets an advantage, that's it. It's yeah. kind of over. But I was kind of, uh, I was amazed. The game sort of shrunk to the smallest uh, zone possible. And it they had one character, le- they had one player left. And he had managed to hide so goddamn well that it took us a good five minutes before someone was able to find him. That's some good hiding right there. It was the fact that everyone was building, so therefore he was able to build a little shed for himself. And because everyone was building and no one was knocking down stuff, he was just able to sit there. Very sneaky. Very sneaky. And that's the kind of thing that I like, because he knew he had no chance of winning. He could have quit. But he decided to annoy everyone. I admire that. Yeah, me too. Me too. So I might get the battle pass tomorrow. I don't know. It it just adds to it. It's a bit of fun. I think. And they've been having this ongoing event. Ah, yeah. This was, I was I was online for it by by fluke. Um, the, there has been a countdown in the game uh, displayed on television screens. And then it became known that that was going to be a rocket launch. And I, yeah. I happened to be in-game during the rocket launch. I've um, seen videos. Yeah. yeah, it basically flies up. There's a, a separation of rocket boosters, whatever, halfway up, and it, it, it explodes in the sky and cracks the sky. Yeah. And that crack has been getting bigger. Now, si- here's what's confusing. I started playing the game about two days before the countdown hit zero. Due to some error, some glitch, since I've been playing, maybe it's because of I've been playing, you know, maybe it was just the client version that I got, I don't know. The crack in the sky was there two days before I was before the rocket launched for me. Oh. And I didn't know because I haven't been paying attention to, you know, what people are excited for. I had no idea. Well, we didn't know that, it was gonna crack the sky. Well, yeah, well, I did. I just didn't know that that was a thing that people didn't know. <laughs> so it didn't seem worth mentioning. 
Right. So I was aware of the crack in the sky a good two days before everyone else had seen. I had, no, I had no idea what caused the crack in the sky. The countdown was still going. I had no idea that there was, it was a countdown to a rocket. But, you know, and then everyone was like, there's a big crack in the sky. I was like, yeah, I thought that was a thing. Yeah, <laughs> is, that, yeah. is that new? And it's, it's getting yeah, bigger. I've been paying, uh, yeah, I've been paying attention to sort of the low, it since then. So, yeah, it's been it's been getting bigger. And other cracks have started appearing like within the map. Uh, and they have started to, uh, the cracks seem to be absorbing landmarks. Yes. Like at specific times, they, you know, go mental. And suddenly, you know, uh, there's a place called Tomato Town, which has a building, which has a guy with a tomato for a head on top of it. And now he's gone. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. He's gone. He went last night. Uh, <laughs> and uh, there's a whole bunch of other places. Because apparently, the, you know, it's it's speculated that the theme for the next season, because the, th- the theme for the season was like superheroes. Yes. Or something like that. Uh, so it's speculated the theme for the next season is going to involve time travel of some kind. So, you know, because that is the kind of cool thing is that they, they do update the map. I yeah I didn't realize because uh, it was there when I started playing that the big crater in the middle of the map wasn't there all the time. Be- that was it's funny because I'm on Reddit because I was on Reddit that that has made the front page that was making the front page. Uh, you know, as soon as people met, noticed the comet in the sky, right? Uh, there were huge theories about where this thing was. Oh my god, it's getting closer! And then people trying to calculate where it was gonna land. Uh, and I think none of them got it right, but yeah, so they took out uh, a big area of the map and it oddly, I've been to that part of the map once and it's weird because it's filled with these crystals and when you, uh, use them, they, they allow you to jump really high. It's, uh, yeah. And I, I didn't know they weren't always there. If you find something you can eat, eat it. Cause that, that was the thing that was a achievement. Apples. Yeah. Apples and mushrooms and stuff oh yeah. uh but yeah i have been uh, i've been learning sort of i've been trying to learn locations and uh find where the uh, chests are uh which is kind of fun to get items i know flush factory inside out i don't know why but i was drawn to the toilet factory <laughs> there's there's so many different cool little places yeah um and uh so many things you don't expect see this is when you get the battle pass, you start being forced into looking at this stuff. Because it gives you um, things to, you know, uh, things to check out. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, the the one I really enjoyed was it was score a goal at five different football pitches. And you, you start like, there are football uh, pitches yeah. and five now of them. You, and now I, that you mentioned that, I can think of two that I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there Good are a point. couple that are real... Uh, football pitches and quite obvious and then other ones you'd just be running along like whoa stop that's a football on the ground and then where's the goal where's the goal oh there's a container there and a container at the other end i wonder and you Uh, just kick and uh, the bell goes off you're like got it ding 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 and there's so there's there's like three or four of those to find i I gotta say i am uh, i'm impressed with the size of the map and i'm impressed really impressed with the uh the matchmaking because it's a hundred, you know, the game starts with roughly a hundred players. I, I've never had one start with less than like ninety-eight. No, 
and it never takes, I would say it never takes longer than a minute for it to get you into a lobby and to get that lobby full. It's really quick, isn't it? It's really quick. And um, I haven't had, I haven't had any uh, network problems or anything with it so far. Um, so it's impressive, you know, the scale of it. I, yeah, it's uh, it, it's a fad that I understand, you know? Yeah. It, it's, it's, yeah, it, and it, I, it's good enough that I can see it, you know, sticking around. I don't I, think this is a flash in the pan. No, I, I think it's going to be around for a while. And it, it, they seem to be very good at evolving it so far. I, I love what they're doing with the whole building suspense for a thing is going to happen in their world. With, like with the countdowns, or suddenly there's a meteorite in the sky and that that sort of thing. If they can keep doing that well, mm. then uh, th- there's no reason why it shouldn't stick around for a while. No reason at all. Um, it, it's it's a game to play, and they've done it well. And you know, it's free. And even though I you know feel it pushing me, the the fact is I do want to spend the money on it. I just. Because of the go. system they have in place, I'm just waiting for the right time where it will be more, most worth it. Because I'm Irish and we're cheap. That's just a British thing. Mm, Irish are worse. Yeah. Trust me, I am uh, one. I, I know. I was just being polite. <laughs> that's a British thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, that is a British thing. Um, so that's really, that's kind of all I've uh, all I've played this week. Kind of me as well. <laughs> Um, interchange, like I say, with a bit of Splatoon 2 because I bloody adore that game. It, it's it continues to just be perfection. There's nothing you can change. It's perfect the way it hmm. is. It really is. It's so good. Um, so have you been playing sort of the vanilla Splatoon, or have you been playing the uh, the new DLC, the story mode? I haven't played the story mode. I, I haven't gotten the DLC. I heard that it was hard. Um and very challenging, and I thought mm, I just like shooting at people. <laughs> I, I I'm sure it's brilliant, and from what I gather, it's selling very well. Um, and I, I may pick it up at some point, but to be honest, Splatoon is what it's. Th- these games offer a lot, and many different play modes and many different yeah. ways to enjoy it. And if there's just one you prefer to the others, you can. You know, you can get all your money's worth out of it without ever touching the other stuff. Yeah. Um, I've, I'm not even playing regularly everything that's in the game as it is. It's just the multiplayer stuff. Mm. Um, but it's it's so worth it. I, if, I did discover with, uh, with uh, I was going to say Battle, yeah, uh, Fortnite. I have a weird thing. It's the exact same thing that happens in real life. Like if I go to a new place to eat, I will be completely open. I, I you know, I'll, I'll pick anything from their menu to try it. I'll be like, oh, let's be adventurous. But as soon as I know there's a thing that I like, I will hesitate to ever try anything yeah. different. You know, because I know, okay, I might like that, but I know I like this. I find the same thing happens in games. If I play, I played the solo mode in Fortnite. I find I was really, really hesitant to play any other mode, even though it's free and there's no reason not to. I was like, but but it's not solo mode. Solo mode is what I know. Uh, no, I'm the same, though. Yeah, yeah I, I can totally appreciate that. It was, it was painful though. to launch into a game 
on the 50 v 50. Yeah. And if I have to be honest, the reason I did it is that one of the challenges is uh, to win a match in the free pass. And I thought that would be really, that's really hard to do when you're fighting 99 other people. But if I'm one of a team of 50, it could happen. It could happen. And it did. But they were, they were too smart for me. You have to do it in solo mode. Yeah. That's a proper win. I, like I did. Yes, like you thought, did. I thought I'd just mention that again. I know. I know. I played Yorkshire Gubbins. It was Sunday morning. I'd gotten up early. I had a cup of coffee and nothing to do. There it was. Just <laughs> why not have a go? A and little present from your Uncle Mike. Yeah. Now, I'd played through the tutorial chapter. Verb school. Yeah, I'd done that already. So I knew, I knew it was a pleasant little charming game, but I hadn't dipped into the actual main game. Uh, now, it took me about an hour, hour and a half, I think. It's about play, right, yeah. To play through. There's um, yeah, there's the there's the tutorial. Then there's sort of a main episode, yeah. And then there's also in the extras. There's another slightly smaller episode, which I haven't looked at yet. It's sort of a a, a little bit of a prequel, right? Yeah, it's quite um, good as well. But what a lovely, charming little game! <laughs> really, is. and any game that features the line "You're from London, you brought it on yourself." <laughs> Uh, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. You know, I'm further removed from it than you are. You know, I'm an island away. Yeah. we. Uh, were. So for me, like there was things like I had when I encountered, when I hovered over a thing and it asked me if I wanted to enter the ginnel. I had no fucking clue what that meant. The ginnel. Uh, the ginnel. Okay. See, uh, I almost called it the ginnel. We could have uh, that argument in my living room. This is, <laughs> this is the difference in it. Cause I'm from South Yorkshire. It's a ginnel. Okay. Over here in West Yorkshire, it's a ginnel, and if I say ginnel, they'll smack me about the face. Okay. <laughs> that, that's just one of those things. We we did figure out the, the woman doing the voice of the main character is probably from around Leeds. Really? Okay. Uh, and may I, may I just say, it's really annoying. It turns out I'm quite into Yorkshire accents on, on ladies. It's It's a good one. Yeah, I, I always kind of knew this because I've always quite liked Sarah Cox. She's Manchester. No, am I thinking of the right one? No, because she's from Manchester. So. Uh, I did a song um, with Mint Royale. Uh, no, that I completely, not Cox, Lauren Laverne. Oh, right. Yeah, she's from around that way. She is. She's very pasty in real life. <laughs> okay. There's not much to her, bless her. I, I, I saw her in Leeds once. She was she was doing a camera thing. I'm not likely to meet her in and my life. Just don't ruin this. There's, <laughs> there's, like her. Bless her. There's not much to her. I'm not saying she's unattractive. I'm just saying, you know. She's, yeah, she's a small lady. She's a small, she's a petite lass. As as you might well imagine, I I did worry about a large gust of wind coming along, and <laughs> carrying her off. Oh uh, yeah, but I'm yeah, sure. I'm, I'm into the Yorkshire accent, so I'm looking forward there. It's it's been a while. I think the, uh, the like I say, I follow the the developer on uh, Twitter, uh, and she. Uh, I think the next episode should be coming fairly soon. One of which is a Doctor Who parody. Oh, superb! I didn't know, I didn't know there'd be more. 
Oh yeah, it's, there's more episodes. I'm not sure if they're like linked. I uh, you know, uh, story wise, or if they're just, or if it's just sort of a, uh, you know, just all stories about Yorkshire and that. Um, and the other is a musical. Right. Oh, so that's, that's going to be fun. That's going to yeah. be good. Uh, I have to shatter your dreams for a second and, and tell you that Lauren Laverne's from Sunderland. Uh, okay. She's she's a Jody. Really? She sounds. Yeah, that's not Yorkshire. Okay. It's really obvious now I've said it, and I didn't. It, it's there in front of me. <laughs> I should have realized. Well, it seems that I'm into both Sunderland people and Yorkshire people. Yeah. I spread my seed hither and thither. <laughs> I give not a jot for ethnicity. Good for you. I know. I'll give it to anyone. So I think that's everything then for this week. Kind of what I did. Emma, any thoughts? No? Good. Bye. Yeah. I could have done a whole sooty thing the whole way through. <laughs> but no. <laughs> um, what, also, what? do you know what? <laughs> Before just put we... her in a snowshoe and pushed her down a hill? I no. don't know. Um, before we go, I will point out that limit, limited run games are making Night Trap available for the Switch in 16 hours as of time <laughs> at recording. Um, I know Is I said... Is that going to be your last one? No, it's going to be my next one. <laughs> okay. I've not said I won't get any of them. I've said Just, I won't get all of them. It's an important distinction. I grant you that. It, it really is. And so I, I've said ahead of time that there are there are particular ones that they've mentioned that I would like. Um, and Night Trap is, is one of them. They've got Thumper coming along. Uh, I think it wins that. 14 days that goes on sale. That was another one. And Golf Story. Uh, was the other one? Are you uh, are you getting the uh, the limited run the the limited edition or the regular edition? The regular edition. Uh, right. I, th- I think the limited editions are, are really nice uh, as limited editions nice. go, but I I don't want it enough for the you know seventy dollars. Although I did see um, who was it? Uh, what uh, what YouTuber was it? Uh, it was an LGR. Uh, what's his name? He's the British guy. I'll be oh. with you in a moment. Oh, God damn, you games done quick. You've polluted my list. I can't see who's done videos recently. Uh, that's that's really annoying. Anyway, he did a review of the um, their uh, limited, the special edition, uh, limited run games edition of uh, Flashback. Right. And while it looks very nice, the it comes with a tin, a, a, a sort of NES cartridge shaped tin a steel box which is too small to hold the the manual that comes with it even though it has tabs for a manual and also doesn't properly hold the cartridge i think i've seen this this that rings a bell yeah it's really annoying that it's just not it's but um yeah it seems they may have for like their special editions they may not have great quality control or thinking things through in terms of, uh, you know, sizes I'm, and stuff. I'm not sure that was them, you know, because flashback isn't a limited run game. Is one. it not? Right. No, I can get it on Amazon. Well, I can, if I can spell it correctly, but yeah, no, that's on Amazon, but you, right. I have seen that mentioned. Yeah. It's going to do my head. And no uh, flashback on to... the mega drive is eight ninety nine pre-owned. Huh. That's not bad actually. Mm-hmm. 
Well, apart from, yeah. All, all unboxed, though. Anyway, yeah, so that's there. If you want to go and get Night Trap. Thimbleweed Park has shipped, apparently, and I'm just at the mercy of International Post now. So I uh, have not. Nostalgia nerd. I, I was going to say that. Uh, I was thinking Nostalgia Critic, but that's a different guy. It really it's is. It's Nostalgia Nerd. Yeah. He's a lovely chap. Does he is, some I, like, nice videos. I, I do enjoy his videos, especially as he, he likes the old 8-bit computing thing. He seems a bit too into the spectrum for my liking, but that's, <laughs> you know, he, he's not alone in that, so I can't really get up, upset about it. Of course, the Amstrad was better. We all know the Amstrad was better. Didn't have a spectrum. Kids that had spectrums at my school got made fun of. That's, that's all I'm saying. The, no, the one kid that had a spectrum. <laughs> the one. <laughs> got made fun of. And yes, you are completely correct. That was not an, uh, an LGR. It just looked like an LGR, or, uh, a limited run games it release. Is, it is the kind of thing they would do. It, it very much aped their style as well, I think. Well, yeah, they're clearly raking it in. Yeah, good luck so, to them. So, yeah, good luck to them. Have the, they announced anything since their odd little... Uh, not since E3, uh, not not that I'm aware of since E3. No, they right. they they haven't tended to announce things ever until that E3 thing. Um, mm. so and even then it was that was just the next couple of months. So that that I've actually decided I'm gonna try and buy more games digitally on the Switch. Mm. It mainly looking at the whole like. If it's cheaper to buy it digitally, because sometimes it's fantastically cheaper to buy it digitally, and it's sometimes. and it's not like a big first party game or something like unless, that. Unless unless you're buying it from the PlayStation Store, in which case it is often much more expensive to buy it digitally. Well, I mean, with first party games, that's the case on the Switch as well. You know, right. they're, okay. they're all forty nine ninety nine, and I've, I've not paid forty nine ninety nine for a cartridge for the Switch ever. <laughs> You know, I think the most I've paid is forty four ninety nine, and th there's usually a way to pay a couple of quid less. Yeah. Uh, you know, so that is more expensive. But the indie stuff, you know, I, I want to try and get more of that digitally and stop being such a fucking... God, I've had three emails from Limited Run Games since we've been doing <laughs> this show. In fact, since we we've been doing the last part live. of the show. I mean, they do know where you live. <laughs> you bought a lot of stuff from them. All right, this is another... Right, so the first one was an update telling me that they've shipped all the copies of Thimbleweed Park. The next, the one after that was an update telling me that Night Trap's available and that they've got vinyl for it. And then the one I after... I saw that. And, yeah, and then the one after that was them saying the next things you bought we've actually ordered now from Nintendo and they're being made. So, okay, I'll wait another one. Have to they come. told you that they've brushed their teeth and are ready to go to bed yet? I'm waiting for that in the next one. Okay, I'm just waiting for that damn cartridge to turn. See, up. Just, I kind of have yeah. the opposite problem. I, uh, like I said, I, uh, I bought the Death Stranding uh, vinyl, the record of the. I couldn't remember the, the name of the band at the time. Uh, Low Roar. Uh, the two great songs, um, Easy Way Out and I'll Keep Coming, which two fucking brilliant songs. Uh, I bought that because they got it after E3. They sort of timed it for E3. They got them back in stock at Mondo Tees. And that was like a month ago. And I bought them. I bought it. And my order is still just sitting there. I've tweeted them saying, do you have a, an estimated time where you'll be shipping these? You do good work. Keep it up, guys. And so far, nothing. So 
maybe you could get, you know, maybe they could send over some of the LGR guys to poke some of the Mondo guys. Yeah, maybe. Just, we'll, yeah. I'll send a tweet. They both do records, so <laughs> maybe they know some of the same people. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, thank you for listening, everybody. I hope you had fun with the show and all of that. And we will be back next week with more show. Until then, I want you to go and subscribe to Simply Everything so you can have a ad-free version of this show and all the other shows we put out in the week. That's at simplysyndicated.com slash everything. And also, if you feel like it, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash simplysyndicated. I do have a new gaming show. I shall plug that here. It's called I Do Games Now. Uh, it's on simplysyndicated.com and on my website on techsupportreach.com. Thank you for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week. Bye-bye. That's going to be some weird editing. That's going to be some fucked up editing. Yeah, it is.